can guide, we'll always stand up and salute, we'll always recognize when we see old clothesline. There's a lot of men there, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army, we lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister, and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love. Welcome back to the Real Voices of the Game. I'm Dave D'Agostino, joined here today by our, our resident adolescent, Tanner D'Agostino. And this is The Sauce, episode 458, the back end of a Saturday matinee doubleheader. Uh, got to listen to Jerry Trupiano and Susan Walden with the New York Yankees. Great interview, breaking down the AL East, talking a little bit about launch angle, a little bit about the uh, where are all these pitchers nowadays, and got an interesting tidbit from her as to who she thinks the key to the Toronto Blue Jays are. So hadn't heard that before. Listen to that show before this one if you haven't. 457 with uh, on the record with Jerry Trupiano. Great show. But here's the sauce today. Want to just thank a few people before we go. 67,000 plus subscribers now. 74 countries. Appreciate your support. We are uh, thankful for our sponsors, Jaw Bats. RVG at checkout will get you your uh, discount on their great maple bats. Tanner's using the M110 model, both lefty and righty. Um, we'll bring him on. He can talk about that if he wants. And then also Jeff Fry's using his C271 model. Use it down at Fantasy Camp to get a pull side double. He seems to love his model as well. Also, Kinetic Arm. Use RVG DAG at checkout. Capital RVG, capital D, and then AG at checkout. We'll get you a discount on the Kinetic Arm. Tanner's also using that right there. Says it provides him great support as a catcher. Uh, pitchers are also using predominantly pitchers, but uh, we love we love that product. We're going to have Jason Collar on again next week, uh, the founder of it. He was on earlier uh, two weeks ago with Jeff Fry. So if you haven't listened to that episode, listen to that. It'll prep you for our Tuesday show with Coach and Kernan, where Jason will be on. So uh, with that, uh, also, I almost forgot Millions, our marketing partner, our, our merchandise dropped. Get uh, hoodies, T-shirts for men and women, uh, baseball caps on there, great new logo with an American flag right in the middle. We love that. Um, and. Uh, We'll also have some experiences, including with the sauce, where you can pay to have our podcast host do a number of things. Be on your show, speak at your engagement, in person, virtually, run a clinic, wish you a happy birthday, whatever you want. We've got we've got a great menu of items to engage them on or just simply ask them a question about their vocation. So with that, uh, I'll introduce, I guess he's got his own walk up song now. So with that, we'll introduce Tanner D'Agostino, the sauce. I made the sauce. Who got the sauce? I got the sauce. What's in the sauce? I am the sauce. Who got the sauce? I got the sauce. Who made the sauce? I made the And here comes Tanner. Tanner, welcome to your show. A little, little uh, eccentric there with having two walk-up songs, huh? Yeah, uh, I'm excited for another show. Yep. Episode 458 now on our network. Network, you've been, you took us through the college football season, which we appreciated, and uh, a little bit into the. Uh, the draft. I think you talked about your draft, and now we're at that kind of that odd time of the year where we have the combines coming up, but it's a key time for the NBA with the All Star Weekend. We're in that right now. 
We also have the uh, March Madness is heating up. We're still in mid-February, but conference tournaments are right around the corner. And March Madness is always an exciting time. And for me, as you know, I coached uh, almost 20 years college basketball. I was always involved at that time. So I'm, I'm, uh, I enjoy this time of year a uh, different way than I used to enjoy it in the past. You know, now we're commentating on it and not as much pressure to win. In fact, there's no pressure to win now. But uh, always enjoy March is my favorite. And, you know, spring training starting. So how are we starting your show today? Well, I don't know if you know this, but uh, me and a bunch of current and former players have a support group for. Uh, who, who, who and what do you need support for? Uh, maybe I didn't phrase that right. Um, <laughs> is, it, is it all your guys' time with me? Uh, no. No. So, so they were wondering if I could ask you, we could have a segment where I ask you a question a week. On this show? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, I do answer a question a day with the audience on Facebook, which usually has to do with coaching, teaching, parenting, or something we address in the show. And if I'm understanding this right, apparently I'm not in the chat group with this. How many, we, we talking a couple hundred, more than that? Yeah, that's about right. Okay. And, and are you the uh, orchestrator of this group? I am, yes. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I, I got to cut the head off the, the, the snake. I know where to go to get that, but... It's good that they're having dialogue. I mean, I'm glad that that's part of why I enjoyed coaching was, you know, we work with scholarship players or kids to get scholarships with our one-on-one group. And I always tell them, you want to be, you want to choose the, the, the college coach who's going to be with you for the next 40 years, not just the next four, because that's, that's the kind of commitment you want from that type of position. I think people make a lot of mistake with that. So, okay. So they pushed you out in front. Mm-hmm. These, you're, we're going back 25 years with people. You're on. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm going to have to find out who's on this chat group. So they pushed you out front to ask me a question for your show here Yes, each week. Okay. Um, and I don't get to prepare for these. You guys just, just get to ask me one yeah. question. Yeah. Okay. So right. the first question I would like to ask the you. The only for, question. No, for the first question <laughs> oh, in this you, segment I for, okay. is what is the biggest problem with modern day coaching? Now, are you, are you talking, again, I, I love coaches. Uh are you talking the the the, the a plethora of internet gurus we see out there and people at grassroots? Because I've been, you know, experiencing the game from the pro level, college level, and now I'm at grassroots with you guys. And again, I'm in and around different parts of the game day to day, but hands on. Is that what you're talking about? Like what I'm seeing? Yes. What I'm seeing out there in social media land and all that type of stuff? Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's easy to address. So, well, not easy, but so they want to know probably messages for them because they, a lot of them are having, they have kids now as well. So they want to know cautions that they should be aware of that I'm seeing out there with the plethora of internet gurus. Mm -hmm. Let's say, did I rephrase their question for them? No, they'll probably bang on you if I I made it up. Okay. So my, my biggest concern is that, you know, anyone trying to convey something needs to be aware of context, including me. Mm -hmm. Um, because any kind of teacher, coach, writer, you know, whatever, whatever you want to put in, in, that's not aware of their context is going to be trying to impose something on someone else that doesn't fit them. And we talk about that with your swing, with your shot, when we put an offense in for a group, even your approach to the game. With the four of you, I'll just address our house, four different kids. Sports means something different to all four of you guys. You still all work hard. You all enjoy it. You're all trying to be as good as you can be. But you're all coached uh, similar foundation, but very differently. Um, and I watch you guys. So I, I would encourage the, the, for the question, 
look out for people in a positive way that understand your kids' learning strategies, socialization strategies, and it's not cookie cuttering, you guys. So these internet things say, we've got the, the, the program to make your swing elite or your shot elite. That, that would scare me because that's saying one size fits all. So, um, you know, when, when, I, when I'm looking at myself now, even when I coach all these, you know, people that you're talking about now that you're, you're communicating with, I try to be very explicit and introspective with my context. And um, because I would say, and this goes for all coaches to pay attention to, my biggest strength is my biggest weakness. Um, my, my context comes when I look at training, when I'm looking at training you guys, what I'm teaching, it comes from wounds I've had in the past. And do you know what I mean by that? So I have to explain that to you. That's the second question now. Okay, so so you know I, I started out, you see all these old pictures my mom sends and whatnot when I was mm-hmm. little. As young as six years old, I'm competing at national level events as a, as a basketball player, shooting in competitions and doing things in baseball, you know, with, with hitting and throwing. So, you know, when, when uh, I, again, part of it, worked hard at it. Part of it, you know, you get, you're gifted with certain traits because of who your parents are. Um, I was gifted with certain things and I was lucky my dad coached. So I followed him around. So I picked up things earlier than most. But in, in some of those cases, I was the top rated player at those events or number one in whatever the competition was, whether it was a Pepsi hot shot or Elks hoop shoot or a, a pitch hit and throw competition uh, and run. So what's interesting is even back then, all these little kids had coaches and my dad coached me, but he stayed away. Um, so as being a kid that's top ranked at, for, for a period, I was a top ranked kid in New York. So I was a target. And this is as a young kid, like, you know, nine, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're the target, and these adults are coaching these kids, they're trying to pick out your weaknesses. Um, and they focused on beating me. Um, but it was their, their coaches and their adults. They were much smarter at it than I was. So, of course, they're going to be better, better at it. So, um, you know, so when, when they're looking at me, they were trying to pick out my weaknesses. So I had to, you know, I, they were highlighted. They were exploited. And so any strength I had also had to be refined because, again, they were looking at my strengths too. So as a young child, I had this experience that became almost Pavlovian. You know what Pavlovian means? Pavlovian dog, they they drool when they see a bone, you take yeah. it up. So so Pavlovian not and not taking on an error to me, if I didn't take on a mistake or an error or weakness, that led to pain. It led to a loss. So um so now as as I developed as a kid, to me taking on an error, refining a strength led led that led to flow. You've heard of flow or yeah. that flow state. To me it led to flow, it led to love of the game. And ultimately led to, to, you know, to winning. So as an adult now, you, I'm sorry, it takes so long. Guys who coach know I take long with answers. So as an adult now, n- not taking this weakness into account um, would be a mistake if I'm teaching somebody. I have to consciously try to be aware of this stuff. And I'm aware that every time you and I go out there, the phrase I say to you guys, you know, it's not about me. It's not about me. Um, so, you know, it is a strength of mine that, that I do attack weaknesses with, Hey, I'm going to attack it. I'm going to constantly refine my strengths, but you know, it also leads to complexities with interpersonal relationships with maybe your support group. Um, because I have a hard time understanding players that don't naturally want to expose weaknesses that are uncomfortable with that. So, um, so that, that you can bring that back to your support group. I'm sure they're listening here. So I would say long answer to it. You, you know, you want to be 
with somebody that understands that their, their superpower in teaching is right next to their wound. So, and as I told you that, that's kind of how I developed that consciousness. That, I don't know. Did I answer your question or did I answer my own question there? I think you answered the question. <laughs> so hopefully you can explain that back to the, 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 the men and the women that I've coached and, and been around and hopefully that suffices them, but be, be on the, be on the lookout for that. that that's kind of my answer there. So, okay. Off of me now, um, they, they use, got you to use me as a warm up here for you. Mm-hmm. So I play your music. I warm me up. So, so t- we're going to talk about college basketball. Right now. Yeah. Let's, let's keep it simple for the audience to get them warmed up. Cause we haven't talked about college basketball at all. Let's, let's give us four games today that if someone's just starting to dip their toe into college hoops right now, we'll take it one at a time with March Madness around the corner. It's hard to keep track of college hoops because of all the transfers, mm-hmm. even for us. So give us four games. Uh, we're going to start out in the Big East, uh, or you want to start out in the ACC? We'll start out in the ACC. Okay. ACC, just give the game to watch uh, that we're going to watch, and just give one key player, key thing to watch in that game. Uh, well, with the ACC, I'm going to start with Duke, uh, Florida State. Uh, the key player is – Where's the game? Where's the game? The game is in Florida State, okay. which makes it – Duke. Is, I have not been impressed with Duke these last couple of weeks, so I wouldn't be surprised if they get upset. Well, okay, sauce. But, uh, what, what, what's not impressive to you? The leadership of it. Okay. Um, they haven't I, – I don't think they can go on the road and win. I saw that with North Carolina. They got beat pretty bad. And, I do like Philip Kowski. I think he's going to be a good yeah. pro. Okay. I, I but don't mean the, right uh, the big player to watch is Hamir Watkins. He's a versatile forward for Florida State. I like him. I do. He's 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 uh he's he's strong, athletic. Mm-hmm. He can he can. I like that he's got a mid range game. He gets in that yeah. paint strong. He doesn't contact doesn't bother him. Small spaces don't bother him. But Duke's long. So you think uh, you're saying Florida? Uh, well, you're saying that's a game to watch right now, and you're questioning Duke's ability to win on the road. Yeah. Okay. And and Jameer's the guy to watch there. Okay, where are we uh, where are we going to head to next? Are we going Big Twelve? Yeah. So next game is Texas Houston. Okay. Uh, Where's Houston? Houston's ranked top top five, I think. Okay. Perennially, uh, I mean, they, Kelvin Sampson's got that place rolling. Uh, t- Texas and them played once already this year. I think Houston got them. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So who? who uh, okay, I'm going to give Houston strength though. So Houston rebounds the heck out of yeah. the ball. They defend like rabid dogs. Um, Texas, I love. I know they've they've dropped a little since Chris Beard left a year and a half ago. He's mm-hmm. resurfaced now at Ole Miss, but uh, Texas plays a different style of basketball. It's it's a motion offense. It's a man to man defense. A little zone here and there, but um, so who 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 are we watching in that game? Uh, Max Abamas. Uh, he's probably going to get three thousand. Get to his three thousandth career point this week. So he's not too far. I think he's twelve away. Or probably today he's yeah. fourteen away. Fourteen. So if he gets fourteen points, he has three thousand points. He's a Great scorer. He's a guard. So uh, look out for he, him. Is he? A, I mean, <laughs> answer is yes nowadays. He's transferred from where? Oral Roberts, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I remember him. I remember him in the tournament a couple years ago. Big guard. I think he's. Uh, yeah, he's definitely one to watch here. So uh, that's it. We're gonna stay in the Big Twelve now with our next game. Uh, yeah. Who we got in the next game? We got Kansas, Oklahoma. Okay, Kansas, I love. I could watch Bill Self teams all day long there. So they played once already this year. Kansas got Oklahoma yeah. in that game. What's the key to Kansas? Well, the key for Kansas is Hunter Dickinson. Another transfer, right? Yeah, from Michigan. Uh, he had 24-14 and 14 last time they played. He, if they're going to win, they got to get him the, They got to get him a touch every time they go down the floor. What's that do when, when they I – mean, he's a post player. People don't know. Seven-footer, 
uh, transferred from Juwan Howard's Michigan team, was a, a, one of the best players in the Big Ten. What's what's uh, what's that do to a defense? Like if, when he's he's going to be in the low post. He's not a he actually does he does step out and shoot the ball. Yeah, he can from three. He's good lefty stroke. But what's that do to the defense when they when you say get him a touch? Well, it sucks him in. It makes him focus on that. That's easy for the kickout game. And also, you got to get the ball to your best player. And uh, Oklahoma does not have a guy that can match up with Hunter Dickinson. Yeah, they're going to have to do it collectively, uh, without a doubt. And of course, we, you and I, were watching game day today. We, uh, you know, I, I worked in Auburn uh, at back when you were just a, a baby. You, we met with Bruce Pearl uh, the day he got the job. In fact, he saw you and your your brother dribbling at halftime of a show that I was doing some color commentary on be, right before he got the job. So um, Bruce Pearl, John Calipari, two of the more animated sideline maestros in the game. Um, who, what's the key to, to that game? Well, the key player to that game is Jahoney Broom from Auburn. Oh, He's yeah. another vote, uh, versatile forward. Uh, Kentucky's going to have to keep Auburn out of the paint. They didn't succeed with that against Gonzaga. So uh, Kentucky's going to have to uh, limit him limit his paint time, keep him out of the paint. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a tweener. He's, yeah. I guess, power forward for Auburn. Auburn plays a lot of small mm-hmm. small ball right there, but uh, power forward for them. And uh, Kentucky, uh, what, what's your thoughts on their offense and what's your thoughts on their defense? I mean, we like watching Kentucky. We love Cal. Um, what's, what's your thoughts on, on theirs? Are, are they they're, – they're, they're, they're a national championship type of offense, right? Yeah, they got a great offense. Uh, the problem with uh, Kentucky is their defense. We saw that with Gonzaga, as I said. Uh, they got one of the best offenses in the country. They just got to focus up on guarding people. And yeah. I think Calipari can make them guard if anybody. Yeah, he's, he's, he does a great job with top talent. Now, big big. Uh, we'll, we'll, we don't want to transition too early into this, but Every year, the last, well, the last couple of years, in, uh, Kentucky's been disappointing based on Kentucky standards in the tournament. I think the COVID year, they only had nine wins. So they, uh, you know, they, people are down on Cal out there in Kentucky, saying he has a lifetime contract. Uh, doesn't matter, I guess, to Kentucky folks. But what's your thoughts on on Cal as far as what he does for players? Well, for the well, he has seven NBA All Stars playing. This uh, on Monday, yeah. Okay. So I think Calipari's fine. I think what he does is he prepares players to the next level. I think he's probably the best in the country at that. If there's any coach, I'd say Calipari. I, I can't imagine he has any problem with job security. They gave him a lifetime contract. So, Well, if we, think, we've seen it before. They de- they'll, they'll declare you dead. If you, you think Cal is one of the best, if not the best, at preparing guys for the, the next level? I gave you. I hate that. I hate the Mount Rushmore stuff. It's mm-hmm. to me, it's silly. But if I gave you four guys, who Cal being one of them, who's your, who's your other? I'll give you three. Who's three other guys you think prepare guys well for the NBA? If you had if you had your little Mount Rushmore of college basketball coaches now. Well, the first guy I would say is Tom Izzo from Michigan State. Oh yeah, tough. Uh, His guys are always tough. They rebound, guard. They learn shot selection. He's hard on them. Mm-hmm. He's hard. His his players, I bet, have a support group too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, Bill Self Love from Self. Kansas would be definitely the guy. Uh, made it pretty far in the tournament, not last year, but the year before. Uh, last year was kind of an anomaly with like no blue bud, blue bloods in the final four. But uh, he's done great in the tournament recently. So 
Bill Self's got to be up there. Who's your last guy? Give me one more. Rick Pitino's got to be up there. Uh, he did great at Iona. Yeah. Uh, Two years there. I thought he'd be a little better this year at St. John's, but I, he'll be fine. Uh, he's, Big, Big East is strong, though. And then mm-hmm. do we we, uh, we we missed one game. I skipped over one game with you with, uh, with, the, with the Big East right here because uh, we were going to cover that one as well. Uh, I, I gave you four games, but you and I know we're going to watch that that game. But Patino, yeah, I mean, they had 10 transfers in mm-hmm. first year at St. John. He has all their games at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, He'll, he'll be fine. But I agree with you. I think Patino has stood the test of time. It doesn't matter where he goes, he's going to win. He's obsessed with it. And I bet his players have a support group too, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, didn't put this game down, but we did bring up the Big East. I love Big East basketball. I watched the the 30 for 30 this morning. Uh, it was the, the Big East, how it started and whatnot. That's what I grew up watching. Chris Mullen, Patrick Ewing, Pearl Washington. We've got a great Big East matchup today. You and I are going to watch, what's that, 3 o'clock? Yeah. So, wasn't on our agenda, but I, I want to ask your opinion on it. You got two top four teams playing. Mm-hmm. Um, just give the name of the team. Just give, give a give a key for each team for us. Well, UConn won the Natty last year. They're the best team in the country, according to the AP poll. Uh, it's going to be a tough physical game, as Big East games always are. What's their style? Like Danny Hurley, uh, he obviously played for legendary coach Bob Hurley, his his dad, brother Bobby at Arizona State. Mixed reviews out there with with their productivity. But uh, Danny Hurley teams, what do they what do they do well? Well, they always rebound well. They're what they're probably the best rebounding team in the country. Yeah. They're they're gonna crash the glass like no other team in the country will. I think with and, and you've learned this. Uh, again, I've been fortunate enough to coach collegiately for a long time, but now get to coach you guys. So you guys understand if you force a, a tough first shot, preventing that second shot is easier. If you if you allow penetration, mm-hmm. if you allow that ball to hit the paint, like you mentioned for for Hunter Dickinson. Yeah. That defense collapses through dribble penetration, whatever it may be, and you know we uh, that makes it hard to, to prevent that second shot. So Hurley's teams rebound. You think that's the key? What should we watch out for, Marquette? Uh, Marquette forces twenty-two turnovers per game. Yeah, uh, they're one of the best defensive teams. They they'll turn you over. You gotta take care of the ball when you play Marquette. That's the key for Marquette is to turn UConn over. Yeah, Shaka switches defenses. He's like. Yeah. The, the Marquette of old, uh, when they did their mosquito defense back with Al McGuire back in the 70s, he's constantly changing his defense. I, I, I you know, Texas was a tough gig for him. Uh, I, I think this is a great, he's done a great job at Marquette. So we're definitely going to tune in for that game, probably with the others as well. We're able to watch that Kentucky-Auburn, watch the Marquette-UConn, and then if we can tune in a little bit for the Duke game, we certainly will. So you mentioned seven NBA All-Stars. Um, are we are we are we missing you? You had a list of you want to talk about. Just make mention here. We 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 want to give our audience dip their toe into college basketball. Five guys they should look at right now. Give them give them five, and you can I guess you can use some of the games we're doing. Well, the first guy I would say is Tyler Kolek from Marquette, the guard, lefty point guard. Yeah, yep. Uh, he's he's probably a player to watch. He's a great player. He gets uh, I'll tell you what. He gets stops and shots. Mm-hmm. That's it. His team. That's just, that's the best thing you can do as a point guard. Get stops. On defense, get shots for your team on offense, and uh, you know win games. And that's what Marquette does. What about uh, another guy? Another uh, the- another guy is R.J. Davis. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people who follow college, college basketball know him well. He's been there for a couple of years now, leading the ACC in scoring. Right? Yeah, he uh, he's great guard. 
he knows how to win. He's won his whole career. So follow uh, R.J. Davis. Now imagine if Caleb Love stayed there. He went out to Arizona. So yeah. uh, both guys have an All-American type of years. Mm-hmm. But uh, Caleb Love's not in your five as I'm reading over your shoulder here. Who's another guy we should watch? Well, uh, Dalton Knett from uh, Tennessee. I was going to say, you got to have an SEC guy in mm-hmm. there. Arguably the best. I'd say the it's probably the, the best conference in terms of their top nine. I would say the Big 12 may be deeper top to bottom right now. But, uh, yeah, Dalton Connect is, is phenomenal. He's easily their best scorer. Uh, the one problem with Tennessee, I would say, is they rely on him too much. They probably need to find a second guy to follow Connect. But Dalton Connect has had a really good year this year. They're my sleeper this year. They, they guard well. Rick Barnes has done well his whole career. But I like – now, Connect uh, was not on anybody's radar coming in. He's now probably a top five draft choice coming into the draft. Very athletic. One of those swing type players that can go, uh, you know, good both ways, uh, can score three point line, mid range, finish at the rim. But now you got another guy who may be the best two way player in the country right now. I see him on your list here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin McCullough from Kansas. Yeah. He's a little banged up. He might not play, but uh, Kevin McCullough's got to watch. Today he's not going to play possibly. Maybe. Possibly. Okay. Yeah, two good, very good too. And Self has that way. You know, they used to joke about Dean Smith. He's the only guy to ever hold Jordan under 20. Mm-hmm. Um, Self has a similar style. His guys score a little bit more. But I do like uh, McCollum. I do like his game. He's understated. He's going to get you 15, 17, but he can guard. I mean, that, that's what I love about him. And then uh, your your last guy on the list here. Well, it's got to be Zach Eady. He's was the best player in the country last year. He won National Player of the Year. Yeah. Uh, he's been he's improved tremendously each of the three years he's played. Uh he was the second best player at Purdue. Remember that Jaden Ivey? Then he became the best player in the country. Most now, improved each of the years, the last three years? I would say so. Isn't yeah. that amazing? You're the national player of the year, and you could be the most improved player in the country. Yeah. And then he, just for context for the audience, seven foot plus. Um, not the, the today's style of NBA center, but I have a hard time thinking people won't take a shot on him uh, in that regard. And then, you know, we didn't mention McCullough. Kind of a perimeter-heavy group you had there, right? Yeah. With that. So you could, I guess Connect would be probably a guard. Color maybe kind of you know swing player maybe small forward but Edie's a true center. Can I, can I throw one on there? Yeah. And then I put this out on the Facebook. If you guys haven't seen Robbie Avila play from Indiana State, Indiana State hit the top twenty-five this week for the first time since the Larry Bird era. Then they got upset at home, so they're out. They'll probably be out of it next week. But uh, Robbie Avila, lefty post player, he's got the the fancy kind of goggles on with the tinted in there. When you see him walk out there, you're probably gonna curse me out but the guy can play he's old school post kind of similar game to like a Jokic, where you know a little deceiving can pass the ball can shoot it uh really nifty around the rim can finish either hand uh, don't let his body type fool you don't let the goggles fool you the kick and play so robbie avila is my guy to watch there are we ready to move to the nba now i would say so yeah okay so nba's festivities started last night but how do you want to do it? do you want to just kind of Give them the the lineup of what to expect, and then we can we can break down whatever you want to break down. Well, tonight we have the dunk contest, the three point contest, and the skills competition. Uh, Monday is the all star game, but uh, tonight there's also an extra thing. Uh, Steph Curry's going to have a three point contest with Sabrina Ayanoso. Oh, really? Her name is yeah. Now you you misspoke last week. I, my, your your mom yeah. got you on that. Ionescu is not. Was not the leading scorer in college basketball. It was Kelsey Plum, lefty West Coast player, though. Um, and then, of course, we, we saw that record get broken this past week. Um, 
with our with our favorite guard out of Iowa. But uh, so didn't mean didn't mean to interrupt. So I didn't realize that that was going on. They're going to shoot against each other. Uh, yes. And who who are you predicting there? I, I would say Steph Curry. It's gonna they're gonna she's gonna have her her uh, they're gonna have WNBA size balls and WNBA three point line. But uh, Steph Curry, uh, there's a reason why people call him the greatest ever. Uh, it's arguable, but I, I say Steph Curry. So so Curry's using the NBA ball. She's using the WNBA. Yeah. Curry's using the three point line for the NBA. She's using the WNBA. Yeah. I think that's right. I mean, that's what they're used to playing against and mm-hmm. it's hard it's like comparing players across generations mm-hmm. it's fun to do but you really can't do it because the games are different um same thing there it'll be fun i think that's a fun thing to do yeah it'll be do as long as people keep it in perspective and you know realize there's no like the other thing comes out of it is just kind of fun yeah. competition between two really good pro players and uh and go from there so okay so that's who who did you did you say who was in the what do you got now? Did you say who's in the three-point shootout? The three-point shootout has... And that's the overall three-point shootout. Or did yeah. you have something you were going to next? Uh, no, we were going to three-point shootout. It okay. has Malik Beasley from the Bucks, okay. uh, Jalen Brunson from Knicks. Oh, really? Halliburton again from Indianapolis. Um, Damian Lillard from the Bucks. So the Bucks have two guys. Uh, Lori Markkinen from Utah. Oh, I like that one. Uh, Donovan Mitchell from Cleveland. Uh, Car Anthony Towns, who won it a couple years ago for Minnesota, and then Trey Young for Atlanta. Okay, wow, Trey Young's in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with those contests, I mean, it favors the set shooter yeah. because the more you jump, the tired, more tired you get. Now, Trey Young has unlimited range. He shoots mm-hmm. him and Lillard shoot set shots from the logo. Yeah. Who's your Who's your pick? Who do you think wins it? Uh, I think Halliburton wins it. Really? Mm-hmm. He's got probably the 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 oddest shot of yeah. the group. Now you said Halliburton again. What's he in? He was in last year. Okay, so he uh, who won it last year? I forget. Last year, oh, ooh, I believe it was. Well, we can correct that in the show notes. We'll put that in there. That's uh, that's for you asking me a Maybe question. Maybe it was Dame. Was it? I, I like marketing. Yeah, shoots a set shot. Um, you know, he's he's simple shot. So the the quick simple shot is great. But two bucks guys. I, I, I'm glad some some of the stars are starting to play and mm-hmm. are starting to play these things. Okay, so you think Halliburton? I'd like to see him. He's. I wish the Knicks had taken him out of the draft. I, I was. That yeah. was the top in draft, I believe. Mm-hmm. Who's no longer with him right now? Yeah. But he's he's in the dunk contest. All right. He is. Yeah. Okay. Where do you want to go next? Um. Let's go to the dunk contest. Okay. I'm segueing like crazy for you today, huh? Yeah. I'm gonna flow. So the dunk contest uh, has Jalen Brown in it, which is nice because that's probably the biggest player who's been in it in a while. Really? Yeah. Mac McClung, again, he won it last year. Obi Toppin's a former dunk contest champion. He's in it. And, and a new exciting one, Jaime Jaquez. Love him. From uh, Miami. Uh, Love his game. People didn't think he was going to be a great pro coming out of UCLA, but mm-hmm. you know, I think Mick Cronin is kind of old-fashioned. He... He runs a pro style system up there, very hard on his guys with defense. And Hawkes has a, I guess, an unorthodox offensive game. He's, yeah. I don't want to call him spastic because he's not, but he's aggressive. Mm-hmm. He'll go straight line if you stop him. He's going to spin, do whatever he has to do to get that shot off. He's been good for Miami this year. Yeah. So McClung won it last year. Yeah. You've got your McClung shoes, mm-hmm. um, but you're Jalen Brown Homer. So who 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 you got this year in the, the dunk? Well, last year was so impressive. Mac McClung had some crazy dunks. Yeah, I, I think he'll win it. If nothing more, then it means more to him because 
I mean, yeah, that check's going to mean a lot yeah. to him. Probably doubles his salary. It does actually. So now you, the rules of the dunk contest, you, you've got, again, for people dipping their toe into this stuff. You're giving them kind of, I guess the cliff notes on steroids here, how to get, how to get back into the college basketball game. If you haven't watched it, get ready for March madness, how to, cause I, I really don't pay attention much to the NBA game until after the all-star break, either mm-hmm. the trade deadline, the all-star break, it seems they start warming up then. So, yeah. um, I'm into it more, but this is when I start paying attention a little bit more. So give us the rules of the dunk contest. Well, each player gets two dunks during the first round, which uh, you have a timer of two minutes per dunk, I think. Uh, the panel of five judges score both uh, score both dunks. Uh, the two players with the highest total scores after the first round go to the final round, and the player with the highest score in the final round wins the dunk contest. Now, I, I want to go back one second, but... We'll get the. We had mentioned Max Obama. There's only been 11 players in, in NCAA Division One history. Men's basketball is worth 3,000 points. So that's a pretty yeah. rare club right there for him. So, uh, congratulations to him. So, dunk contest is there now. After the first round, what happens? How do they? Or is it just one round? It's the first round, and then the top two go to the final round. Okay. And then they get two dunks in the final round, and whoever has the highest score out of those two dunks wins the dunk contest. Is it the two scores? Divided by two or the one highest score? Uh, the, so like if Jalen Brown gets a 50 and a zero, does he get a 25 or does he get the 50? It's on average. So he gets a 25. He gets a 25. Okay, so you got to put both dunks down. Yeah. Okay. That's that's good. I like that. I like that better. So dunk contest and you are, did you pick your, your winner? Uh, I, I think Mac McClung. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go with you on McClung. Although I think it's going to be entertaining. I think Hawkes is, again, I think his offensive style is, is just – it's frenetic. Let's use that word. Jalen Brown interests me though because his yeah. game, his his on court game. He's a good jump shooter. He takes good shots. He's good going through them. You don't see a lot of craziness out of his game. So I'm mm-hmm. curious to see. I'm curious to have him put his athleticism on display. Yeah, he's right thrown down some great dunks this season. So I'm excited to see what he does in the dunk contest. Okay, where are we heading to next in All Star Weekend? Um, the skills competition. What is what is that? So there's a bunch – they change it every year. So there's a bunch of skills uh, during uh, – w- each – if you win the round, uh, you get 100 points, and then there's a pa- uh, like a mobile passing one yeah. where you pass into the thing. You get points based on how difficult the pass is. And then there's one where it's like all together. So you dribble through a bunch of pylons. You make a layup. Then you pass it into one of the passing things. You go down, you hit a three, and then – uh, you win that, you get 100. If all three people do that before the other teams, all three people do that. So they it's win. teams of three. Yeah. Okay. So what, 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 So who are the two teams? Uh, so it's like a, it's a relay race obstacle course. Guy. Yeah. Okay. So team one is Paolo Banchero. Okay. Uh, like his game. Team uh, also Wem, Wembenyama, Victor, Victor Wembenyama. Yeah. And then uh, Anthony Edwards. Okay. So, so yeah. A, I'll tell you what, that to me is one of the understated stars in the NBA right now, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. I, you know, people have been surprised about Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I watched him in the USA team this past summer. He impressed me. Mm-hmm. His leadership pre- impressed me. So I'm glad he's taking part in it. Who else we got? In honor. So there's only one more team Two in team. honor of the game being in uh, Indianapolis. They have the uh, Pacers, a Pacers team. Also three Indian Pacers on that team. Yeah. So you got My- Tyrese Halliburton, Miles Turner, and Benedict Matherin. Okay. Another three guys. So Matherin was in the. Uh, He's, he's still a baby, right? He's his second year in the league. Yeah. So he was probably in that uh, rookie-sophomore challenge that they have. And then Halliburton, we love. I, I think he's a perennial star. And Miles Turner, 
we thought was going to be trade bait yeah. last two years. Uh, you know, that'll be good. He's, he's a very skilled center. Mm-hmm. People don't talk a lot about him, but, but he can shoot the basketball, handle it well. So that's the skills challenge, obstacle course, relay race. They used to mix it up with WNBA players, NBA, but now it's just yeah. straight NBA. Yeah. What do we got next on the uh, the State Farm All Star Saturday night here? Uh, for you mentioned the steps. Up. You mentioned the steps. Yeah. Sabrina shootout already. And, and what's the what's the format of that? Same thing. They got full it's of five or six. Same racks? thing, except there's no second like second round. So they get five racks. Uh, there's a money ball rack where they can put wherever put their money ball wherever they want. And then there's a starry ball that's like deep in the. Uh, so that's what the fifth ball. Yeah, no, no, that's the money ball. The there's a in between the top of the key rack and then the left wing rack and the top of the key rack and the right white ring rack. So there's two there's more a deep, there's two a more deep, deep ball. Oh, okay, and then Just that's one. worth three points. There's one ball on that, but there's a whole one. rack, or no? No, there's one ball deep. For okay, a deep gotcha. three. So and then that one's worth three that's points. That's the starry one. Okay, all right. Well, that that'll be important. So the the money ball is two. Yeah. And they went with a deep ball. Yeah. Two deep balls or one? I'm sorry. Keep There's one, one on each. each okay. Wing, so two total. Deep wing. So that'll be two extras. That's a total of six points right there. That's yeah. that's Curry range. I, I don't know what Sabrina's range is, but it'd be interesting to see with that. And of course, you already talked about the the dunk contest as well. A little different twist this year. They got the HBCU Classic, which is early. You got Winston-Salem State against Virginia Union. That's actually going on uh at two o'clock today. So we're, we're recording at one twenty right now, Eastern. So in about 40 minutes, that game will be going on. And then already they had the all-star practices and whatnot. So yeah. everybody seems to be healthy and ready to go. So the, the all-star game, have, have you gotten into Sunday yet? Are you going to be watching the G league challenge on Sunday at all? Or does that not interest you? Uh, I might watch it a little bit. So G league challenge is on tomorrow afternoon for the audience, NBA TV, one thirty. Mm-hmm. And then at 8 o'clock, Sunday night, East vs. West All-Star Game. All right. So sun, Sunday night is the East vs. West All-Star Game. Uh, last night, if you didn't catch it, you had the Panini Rising Stars. Any, did you catch anybody? I heard Matherin had a great game last night there. And then uh, Hall of Fame is fun, the news conference. But then I don't like watching the NBA Celebrity Game um, yeah. on that. So Panini Rising was, was after that, 9 o'clock. So. Um, I think they, they break it up though. They have like three games. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's interesting way. It's hard to, it's a hard watch to be honest in terms of yeah. keep, but it's fun to watch the young guys play and they're replaying that right now. So we'll have to, we'll have to watch more of that as we go. What are we missing here on your, on your uh, agenda here? I think we got, I think we got everything. Okay. All-star game tomorrow night. Who, who is, uh, how did they break the teams? They went back to, they went back to East versus West. They want to just give a quick rundown. You have the the list of rosters for the team and and who's coaching the team and whatnot. I know obviously you're, I know who you root for. You're you're an East East Eastern Conference guy with Jalen or not Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum being your your go to. So what's what's the who do you want to start with East or West? We'll start with East. So the East's captain is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, that, that that's a fan vote, so I wasn't surprised that him and LeBron are the two captains. Uh, the other guy is Joel Embiid, who's probably not going to play, so they're going to have a sub, which hasn't been announced yet. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton is another guy who's the we, starter. We've mentioned him quite a bit today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damian Lillard's the starter, which is a little 
uh, iffy. I don't think he should be a starter, but so two bucks. Yeah, and then uh, Jason Tatum is the last starter on the Eastern Conference team. So they haven't announced who's taking Embiid's place yet as a starter. No. I'm wondering if that'll be a coach's decision or a player's yeah. or a fan vote. Okay, who who are do they have the reserves there? You got them, or you want to do the reserves, web? Yeah. To, to tell us the reserves. Uh, Bam Adebayo from Miami is Love Bam. a reserve. Uh, Paolo Banchero is a reserve for Orlando. Uh, Scotty Barnes is a reserve for Toronto. A lot of young guys. Jalen Brown for uh, Boston. Uh, Jalen Brunson from New York, who should be, I think, should be a starter over Damian Lillard. Uh, Tyrese Maxey for 76ers. We talked about him early of the year. You and I did privately, but we thought he was ready for a breakout year this year, especially with moving Harden away from the Sixers that Maxey would come out and have a bust out year, and he has. Yeah. Uh, my mistake, the injury replacement is Scotty Barnes. So Bar- oh, Barnes is there. Okay. Yeah. Who was, so, uh, you know, Barnes up in Toronto. He was subject. Everybody wanted him. Mm-hmm. Came in into the league as a defense-only guy, but he's yeah. he's a 20-point guy now. Uh, Donovan Mitchell from Cleveland, not, not surprising. And then Julius Randle made it, but he will not play due to injury, so Trey right. Young will take his spot. Okay. Randle's had a nice year this year. Him and Brunson have moved the Knicks, unfortunate with his injury, but the Knicks made some deadline trade deadline moves. So what about our Western Conference here? We're closing in on about well, 40 minutes. Western Conference is almost a shoe-in every year. you got LeBron James. I don't think he's ever not been the Western Conference captain. Okay. Uh, I don't know why, probably because his name is LeBron James. Uh, Luka Doncic is uh, another starter. Kevin Durant for Phoenix is a starter. Uh, Shea Gilkis Alexander, uh, 30-point-a-game guy, he's a starter. And then Nikola Jokic is the last guy. That's a pretty big lineup right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, What about their reserves? Uh, They got Devin Booker uh, for Phoenix. They got Steph Curry from Golden State. Uh, Anthony Davis from uh, Los Angeles. Anthony Edwards from Minnesota. Paul George from uh, Los Angeles Clippers, and then Kawhi Leonard from Los Angeles Clippers. And then Cat is the last guy from Minnesota. It's a good, good squad right there if everybody's healthy. Mm-hmm. And Le- Leonard and George are ironically healthy for this. Yep. Awesome. Okay, so that's uh, we got that game. Any predictions who's going to win? Who's coaching the teams, do they say? Uh, Doc Rivers for the East because it was supposed to be Adrian Griffin, but he ended up getting fired, so now it's Doc Rivers. So they take the, the team that has the best record at a certain time. Right. At a certain time, yeah. If they did it now, it'd be Joe Missoula. But when they took it, the Bucks had the best record in the East, which is when actually Adrian Griffin got fired. Interesting. And then Chris Finch for Minnesota. So Chris Finch from Minnesota, Doc Rivers uh, from will be uh, there with Milwaukee. He had a short stint with with ESPN. They fired what Van Gundy and Mark Jackson and yeah. moved him in for a week. Mm-hmm. So he. Uh, Comfortable now with his roles. Nice, right? Coach for a couple of weeks. Now you're coaching the All-Star game. Yep. So uh, nice nice coup for the Minnesota head coach uh, to get there because Minnesota is a little bit of a surprise to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, they've, been, they've never been good. Yeah. And now they're, they're, they're doing well. So how do you want to end this thing? What, uh, who's, who's your MVP tonight? Uh, for the All-Star – or tomorrow All-Star, night, I'm sorry. Tomorrow All-Star. night for the All-Star game. Uh, Tatum got it last year. I don't think it'll be him again. Uh, I – it's usually a younger guy, uh, so I would go with either Ant- Anthony Edwards or Damian Lillard because he always likes to put on a show for the All-Star game. Yeah, so. he'll, he'll start shooting the ball. Well, I like that. Thanks for catching us up. So all you audience members, if you hadn't been in the, the NCAA college hoop scene yet, haven't dived into the NBA yet, Tanner just gave you a little cliff notes on steroids right there to get you 
get you into it. March is coming up right around the corner. Everybody likes to be involved with March Madness. We'll try to educate you each week on what to look for, uh, maybe how to fill out your brackets. And the NBA gets exciting this last half here. It's a shorter second half, they call it, than the first half. But uh, there's, there's some good young stars. I think we'll, we'll get a chance to see some of that on display this weekend. So thanks, the, thanks to the forum that is your support group, as you called it. Sounds very medical right there. Uh, I'll be happy to answer a question every week. Don't need to see it. Just spring it on me, and I'll, I'll do that for the group. Tell them all I said hello. And with that, episode 458 in the books with the sauce. Tanner, we appreciate what you do. Remember, RVG at checkout with Jaw Bats. Gets you a discount. Kinetic Arm, RVG DAG, capital RVG, capital D-A-G. Gets you a checkout on Kinetic Arm. Both great items. Uh, both are going to be used by Major League Baseball this year, and Tanner's using them both too. So if the first two things don't get you, Tanner's endorsement should. So use those. You'll get a discount on us. Thanks so much. I got the sauce. I got the sauce. What's in the sauce? I am the sauce. Who got the sauce? I got the sauce. Who made the sauce? I made the sauce. Who got the sauce? I got the sauce. What's in the sauce? I, I, I am the sauce.